Public Radio's LossyTAVShow.com's game. You're listening to The Starting Block. Hey, welcome to The Starting Block for another week. You've got yourself Greeno, and I'm joined by a man who, very exciting, was announced this week as the ninth wiggle. My co-captain, Damo, how are we, sir? Very good, Greeno. Good evening to you, uh, blockheads, millions around the world. How are you all going? Um, I'm just, I just want to report to you now, Greeno, not only am I the ninth wiggle, but I'm also um, one of the good people in the world. Nice, Gary! I'm one of the people, you know what, because we're all in this together, Greeno. So I'm now on, I'm now on the winning team. Got the uh, got the little jabby jab today, Greg. Yeah, we, we talked about this quickly pre-show. Uh, you've now become the the people uh, the person that we we hang shit on yeah. about six weeks ago because <laughs> we said why why is it necessary for everyone to talk about you know getting a particular medication yep. or a vaccination yeah. when in any other scenario uh, we didn't. Now I'm going to let you tell mm. your story. That's fine, yeah. Yeah. but before we get to your story, right. I, I need to advise you this week. Mm. I've taken some echinacea. Oh, okay. Nice, Gary. Yeah. Just so we can all put it down front street. You know, wasn't that, wasn't that going to be a segment? Weren't we going to talk about every week the medication every you, were, week. you were taking? I, I, yeah. just, I just haven't taken a medication in eight weeks. But right. this week, thankfully, yeah. uh, seems to be appropriate. This week, a little bit of echinacea, a little bit, bit of sniffle. Bit right. of, am, I, am I getting something? No, no, all good. Bit no, of echinacea, fixed it right up. So now, now we're all clear about the the particular kind of uh, poisons and medications I put into my particular body this week. You want to now? Me. You're allowed to tell your story. That's I nice. like stories about pinatas. It's a good team effort here on the block, Greener. So mm. I won't I won't tell the whole story because I told that on my show today. If you want to hear that Daily Boogie podcast, uh, interesting plug. Probably, yeah, yeah, nice. Does it end up being? Not, did you, Did you end up doing the podcast, or you just put it on YouTube? Uh no, yeah, I ended up doing it as a podcast as well. Okay, uh, eh, fuck it. Um, yeah, so. That if you want to listen to the whole story, go back and listen to that. But so basically, the funniest part of it was I end up going through like all the process, and when I'm in the room where they're giving people the jab, I'm having this situation, Greeno, where people are coming in and then leaving, and I'm still there. And mm. so like I'm starting to now think, okay, what's going on here? Because clearly something's not right. Now my dude, who was very nice, he was a nice guy, but still, he's doing this move, Greeno, where he's kind of squinting at the computer and like click, 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 click. And then he looks down at the syringe or the syringes that he had next to him, looks at them for a few seconds, then back to the computer, Greeno, click, 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 Yeah, click. you don't want apprehension <laughs> no. in a needle kind of situation. <laughs> exactly. It's like in The Simpsons when Homer's just about to go under and the last thing he hears from Dr. Nick is, what the hell is that? <laughs> exactly. That's, that's your situation there. Right. So after a couple of minutes of this, uh, guess what? The supervisor now wanders over Greeno. Better come check because he's like, hang on, this guy's been here 25 minutes. Right. He's meant to be in and out in five. Yeah. Uh, with what's going on here? Let's, let's suss it out. Yeah, so now it's becoming an incident, right? And I haven't mm-hmm. done anything. I'm sitting here and I'm, th- I'm thinking to myself this whole time, right? Is this God giving me extra time to like jump out a window and save myself here? <laughs> like, am, yeah. I, am I, you know, because you know they say, you know, they say Greeno, uh, they can only open the door, but you're the one that has to walk through it. But, um, yeah. you, you were given the uh, Jeopardy thinking music I was. <laughs> and, and you much. chose to, to wait for fast money. Yeah. So, I mean, in the end, I'm just sitting there laughing at this situation by now. Mm. And I turn to the – and the guy's very apologetic and he's like, oh, sorry about that. And I, I look at him and I swear to God, I say to him, is this your first time doing this or what? Yeah. And he looks back at me, Greedo, and goes, no, it's my second day. Nice, <laughs> Fucking hell, man. Rather got through day one. <laughs> hey, no, <laughs> That's what I what thought too. Like, how That's, bad must he have been yesterday if he's still <laughs> having problems today? Imagine yeah. being the first one. 
So, yeah, imagine imagine yesterday's recipients. Yeah. And like I said, he was a nice dude and everything, but Jesus Christ, man, that could only happen to me. Like, yeah. and, you know, I waited to the last day to do this, and then <laughs> I get the guy who's basically started the day experience. before. He's the, yeah. he's the intern. He's the intern. Work experience, kid. Come on in. Welcome. You, uh, you say you, it could only happen to you. I reckon it probably happened to every other of his patients that day as well, <laughs> to be honest. Nice, we're being honest. Yeah. <laughs> no, because they needed they needed some kind of different thing because apparently my arm was too big for the normal one. So they're oh, like, okay. oh no, no, you have to do this, this, and this, and this. That's what confused the poor fella. So I don't know. Ah, so it was it was a size issue. Yep. Size does matter, yeah. kids. Never so, forget. No, I'm, I hope you're using that for bragging rights. Going, look, the regular Damn. needle, not big enough for, for old Damo. Yeah. We need a big boy needle. That's it. I had to get the Greg Norman. Yeah. <laughs> I had to pull that out of the fridge. And just before uh, we go to, we check out some protesters, Greeno, that you sent through, I just quickly want to touch on this. Uh, this is fresh as of about an hour ago or a couple of okay. hours ago. Hot from, goss off the press. The little hot goss off the press, Greener. From Seven News Sydney, it's a title that no one wants, but New South Wales is now the COVID capital of Australia, surging hey. past Victoria with the most cases since the pandemic began. And I just thought to myself, bullshit, suck a dick, Victoria. We win again, mate. Right, <laughs> <no. laughs> We're in front again. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Canberra, ACT, got it the Australian capital fake name. You know, yeah. Victoria, Melbourne had the fake uh, COVID leaders in Australia. No, no, no. Yeah, we no. know who the true leaders are in this particular That's country. right. Fucking New uh, South yeah. Wales kicking ass again, coming through. And Top who, of the leaderboard, baby. And who, who's pulling the weight as always? Yeah. Western Sydney. Western Sydney as always, no, Greeno. The we're, we're, carrying these, we're carrying these COVID numbers with the sweat off our back, Greeno. Oh, fucking oath. The Ring of Steel <laughs> the is Ring doing Steel. its job. <laughs> there you go. We win again. We Fuck do. You, Victoria. Uh, let's get to the, the protesters because then I'm going to give a bit of a story. I know we, we said last week we don't touch on any COVID stuff, so we're going to fucking just knock it off really, really quickly. Okay. Um, do you want to watch a little – because there's like a two-minute video with this. Do you want to nah, watch a bit of the video? No. No, okay. no, nah, nah, let's not watch a video. Okay. Uh, <laughs> with the, does it play the Benny Hill music, though? Uh, I can, well, look at this. Through the magic of the internet, Greener, how about we do one of these? It's Friday. Who cares? The magic of the internet. There you go. Right, because the only reason we got this story and I sent it through is because you know, this protest happened last week. Yeah. Um, you know, the so-called freedom protests. Hmm. And ultimately, it was... One dude who I was like, look, this guy deserves a knife, Gary. Yeah. Because one guy at the protest just spent the entire day walking around with a megaphone following the Channel 7 news crew who were there all day. Uh, <laughs> really? Just, just, just getting glaring, up their ass. <laughs> yeah, just glaring the Benny Hill music. No, so every time, every time they cut to Channel 7 Live, yeah. what you heard was this in the background. Is that true? Is that a true story? Yeah, 100%. Why can't I get a video of that guy then? If I had known that know. was real, I would have found a video of that guy. Yeah, now I, I need I to guess, see this. I guess Channel 7 just refused to show the coverage. Ah, right. Someone would, have, someone, would have, um, someone would have filmed it, though. Surely you would have think, don't you? Oh, so good. But I just want to say, a nice a nice Gary. <laughs> oh, here we go. Okay. I think I found it, Greeno. Let me throw it up on the screen. 
You cunts. <laughs> what are you doing, you cunts? Yes. And and he's he's playing the music. That's him there through the megaphone. And as he's playing the music, I think he's mouthing off at him as well. Yeah, he's dancing. He's dancing along. He's mouthing off at a wall of coughs. <laughs> what a hero. Who the fuck is this guy? I love him. I don't know who he is, but he's a hero. <laughs> See, this is... This is the shit I'm talking about, Greeno. Because the the I reckon, in my opinion, right, in my humble opinion, when you see the footage of this kind of protest and it's, you know, people squaring off with police and getting tackled and running and, you know, all that kind of shit, batons getting sprayed around, when normal mm. people watch shit like that on the news, they go, oh, fuck these protesters. Who gives a fuck? Take them down. But if you show them the other thing, right, this, this guy the walking Benny around playing the Ben yeah. Hill music, that's the kind of shit that goes, oh, fuck yeah, good on him. You know, like yeah. it, it completely changes someone's perception. That's fucking Nice, great. Gary. That's, that's a protesting nice, Gary. Absolutely. Um, Damo, one last thing. Now, uh, obviously, you had to go get the back today, work work requirements. You talked on last week's show. Yep. Now, for me, uh, I've heard that uh, basically your freedoms, if unless you're vaxxed, your freedoms are not going to be there. You've got to get got to get the vax to get your freedoms back, right? Yeah. But yeah, unfortunately, thought, look, citizens, we've we've had to remove some of your freedoms for you. Like but it's it's for yeah. your protection, though. It's for yeah. your safety. Like, give us your freedom, and we, in return, will lock you in your home and tell you yeah. how safe you are. <laughs> now, I, I've had a few weeks to reflect on this because I've heard like you know, got to go to get the vax, otherwise, you uh-huh. know, eighty percent. Then you got to get, and then you still can't do it unless you've got the vax passport, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. Now, personally, I'm a very antisocial guy. Mm-hmm. So for me, being locked in my home is a fucking pretty good situation. <laughs> right. So I've actually decided uh, no vax for Greeno, not because I'm anti-vax at all, not because I feel. I just want a reason to not have to go to a bunch of bullshit events. So the the, the wife, she wants me to invite, invite me to her, like, second cousin's catcher. <laughs> Sorry, hon, can't come. No, scary. No facts. Uh, get got, got some tickets to some musical in the city. Mm. Sorry, hon. I'd love to go. Yeah, it's Can't, like I'm not allowed. It's not vax. It's like the single mother's um, recovering alcoholics theater company reproduction of yeah. you know a streetcar named Desire or something. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, hon. No. Would love to be there. Unfortunately, I'm not allowed out of the house. Yeah, it's no been, facts. It's 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 um it's Romeo and Juliet reimagined from a lesbian perspective. Yeah, <laughs> in an abandoned warehouse. Yeah, no, no, no. My, my employer wants me to go into the office two and a half hours track each way, waste mm. a whole day kind of getting in and out yeah. for no reason other than you know inverted commas team bonding. Sorry guys, can't come in. Not allowed. Uh, not back. So I, I'm going to so look, guys. It's out of my hands. All right. Out of my hands. I don't it's make the rules. Gladys is making the rules here. No vax. I can't go out. That's can't it. control it. Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't have it. And she told me I can't go anywhere. So take it up with her. Yeah. It's funny. You're you're kind of joking, but I did a story on my show yesterday from Canada. Again, Jim N-word, fucking superstar, sending these articles yeah. through. Sent through this video in British Columbia, 
of like they they put out you know a new set of rules. They're doing us and Canada. I've said it for years. Canada is basically just like cold Australia, and we're like yeah. hot Canada. We're very similar. Yeah. And so, so they're now doing this thing where, okay, all of these places you're now banned from unless you're vaccinated, but the best one, Greeno, they put on the list, get this fucking wedding, Greeno. So you are now no longer in control in Canada of your own wedding guest list because even if, right, you, you don't, maybe if you're getting married, you don't care like if your sister hasn't had the vaccine or your brother or whatever. And you're like, no, 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 I want my sister at my wedding. You know, I want my yeah. brother at my wedding. And the government at that point steps in and says, sorry, you can't have them because they're not vaccinated. We're keeping you safe from your own. Quick, they're now running a the guest list. <laughs> I need a quick clarification, though. Yeah. Does that include, uh, like, the, the, like the, the, you've got the wedding ceremony yeah. and then you've got the party? Now, is that just the, the ceremony or the party as well? Well, it would be the party as well because I think conference rooms or whatever was also on the list. So they'd classify what if, what that as a conference room. What if I have the reception in a park? Because <laughs> I'm trying to work out, like, as long as I can still get on the piss, I can. I don't I don't want to go to the wedding part of it anyway. Right. You just want to go to the reception. I'm there for the free cans. Right. So well, as long as I'm banned from the first half, hmm. but I'm allowed at the second half, well, yeah. that's, that's, once again, even more reason. Well, and um, I can I can improve the scenario for you further still. At the park, what if we do this? What if we separate you from the vaccinated people by like a little rope, Greeno? Uh, so kind of like, yeah, I get you. Like people have paid for their VIP section. That's right. And non-VIP. That's right. So Because I'm thinking the line could yeah. be, because, uh, you know, 80% got to be done. Mm. I reckon my bar line is going to be shorter. Yes. Because I'll be in the 20% line, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be, you'll be, you know, eating and drinking and dorming with the heathens, basically, like yeah. the unclean, but there's only 20% of you. So, so we get quicker food service, quicker drink service. That's right. Your, like, your uh, reality, you have your own bathroom, so there'd be no cues for the pisser. That's right. It's, it's going to be a comparison, I think, mm. between like uh, me living above ground in Demolition Man and you'll be down below with uh, Dennis Leary. I think yeah. that's the way it's going to work out. Yeah, so you're selling me on this. You're selling me. I'm liking it. Yeah. <laughs> you get to live like the proper, you know, super, you know, libertarian atticist lifestyle in the sewers, eating rat burgers and shit. And I'm mm. up top with all the snooty cunts. I mean, it's going to be yeah. terrible. And I'll be thinking things and saying things. I'll be cursing a lot. So I'm going to be getting a lot of those fines. You have, you have been fined one credit for violation of the verbal yeah. morality statute. <laughs> it's going to be just going off its tits. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, the future looks good anyway, doesn't it? Happy days. Uh, let's talk about positive things that day, mate. Let's talk a bit of boogie story time. Okay, you got a story it's, time. I like I, stories about pinatas. Uh, your lovely bride wanted to bring a, bring a bit of Saturday normality back to her life, mm. which is normally brunch with the ladies. Yeah. So you being the you know the darling husband that you are, you're like, look, yeah. if if I can't bring the lady boogie to the girls, That's I'll bring right. the girls to the daily bo- uh, the lady boogie. Yes, uh, but without actually being able to bring the girls, could bring a steal. No. Um, I'm so keeping you, my you, penis. Like I'm not getting yeah. rid of it. I'm not not going, t- didn't tuck it back for the purposes of nah, the. Activity. I'm not. Co- I wasn't really committed to the bit. To be fair, okay. <laughs> from the I was kind of going through the motions. Yeah. yeah. See, you could have done the tuck back, come out. Yeah. You know, down. And, you know, maybe just, you know, Buffalo frocked Bill. up the boobies a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Stuffed a bra, perhaps. Yeah, you could have stuffed a bra and then, yeah, tucked back. Yeah. Would have been. And a bit, you would have committed a bit more. Yeah. And I think personally, the, the wife would have enjoyed the, the brunch with the girls a little bit more yeah. if you'd fully committed. If I look like a woman, which it wouldn't, yeah. have, wouldn't have terrified her at all. 
Yeah, yeah. so brunch with the girls, um, started drinking mimosas pretty early in the day, Greeno. Yeah. Um, I had to buy two lots of juice because I like a good pulpy orange juice. I don't yeah, know about it. you. No, I'm anti. No, I don't anti, want pulp. no pulp. There's, there's a reason you got a thing called like a strainer. Uh, yeah, yeah, but the pulp's very flavoursome, and I don't know. It just it thickens up the juice. I like a thick orange juice, Greeno. The, no, the, the deep pulp that, stuff's a little too watery for me. So I don't, I don't want my drink to taste like feel like a soup in my mouth. Yeah. I need it. You know, I need a liquid. <laughs> well, I have to. So I have to get two different juices because I like the pulp stuff, and she doesn't mm-hmm. like the pulp stuff. So yeah, already, I think already, like I'm ten points ahead here. Like I'm already going above. Because you're going the double juice. That's yes, right. Fair call. Very. I'm very thoughtful like that, Greeno. So that almost makes up for the lack of tuck back. Exactly. So then the lady bug, she prepares, you know, a nice kind of brunch. It was like patties or something. There was some halloumi involved, Greeno. Ooh, can't go wrong with a bit of halloumi. Right. The, uh, the brunch staple, uh, uh, squashed avocado was also present. Could it be a squashed avocado, dish. yeah. Uh, a bit yeah. of lime juice there, maybe a bit of guac. Yeah, probably. Yeah. A little salsa yeah. on top of the guac, Greeno. Ooh, yeah, beautiful. Yeah. And a homemade salsa. So it was all very nice. It was very good. And then I, you know, once I, salmon. any smoked salmon involved? There was no smoked salmon, interestingly. Nice. I'm not a huge salmon guy, so and I don't think she yeah. she really doesn't like fish at all, as you know, because you were going to serve us fish and chips once. Chips, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> for the lunch of legends, which would have been sad. So no, uh, no fish, no seafood, no no salmon. Um, okay. So anyway, I finish up brunch and like I I finish eating. I'm like, all right, I'm going to be back in a second, and I jump up. I make myself a drink, I roll myself a cigarette, and I just kind of step outside to smoke a little post-brunch cigarette. Nice, you know, just enjoy. You used to be a smoker. You know that feeling after a nice post, meal. you got to have a post-meal mocha. That's the yeah. rule. You finish the meal out for a quick space. It's like dessert. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So after my cigarette, I kind of walk back in, and I'm getting this look from the lady books. And I'm like, what? And she's like, I can't believe you got up. And I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> she says, well, the brunch isn't over. You've just abandoned me here. Yeah. And I'm like, what? What are we supposed <laughs> are we supposed to like is this part of the brunch? I like, I'm coming right back. I'm just going yeah. for a cigarette. She's like, no, we're supposed to sit here and like talk about things. You know, <laughs> we're supposed to talk about the brunch. No, and so I said, look, my glass, you know, I had to get a new drink anyway. So I was getting up anyway. And she says, Well, uh, you know, I'll I'll get it for you. You know, I'm your waiter or something like that. And I said, well, you're a shitty waiter because my drink has been empty for like 10 minutes. So at some point I've got to jump up and get it myself. So there you go. Any like good points that I earned from being a good girlfriend, Greeno, were instantly wiped out with this like loophole clause that I had no idea existed. Like apparently if you get up from the table too early at the brunch, it's basically like you were never there. No. Yeah. Because I, I guess the point of the brunch is the social aspect opposed to the eating aspect. I guess. My, my assumption. I guess. So as soon as you stopped engaging in the social aspect of it and were just focused solely on the eating and then post-eating moco, mm. it, it kind of takes away from the, the key point yes. of the, uh, the brunch with the girls. Yeah, we're supposed to. Because because it's in between meals and stuff, I'm pretty utilitarian when it comes to meals. You know, I just kind of want to smash it down and then go on with what I was doing. I, yeah. It's very rare that I want to – I've never been like that. Like at a restaurant, it's like as soon as I'm done eating, I always think to myself, why are we just sitting here? 
Yeah, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm the same. It's like meals done. You know, like let's just get up. Like it's, I don't want to sit yeah. in an empty bowl. Like let's go stand in the street or something instead of sitting yeah, here in this room. Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I didn't know, but I didn't know. Now I know, Greeno. We all learn something. So there you go. There's your. I like stories about pinatas. Story time. Learn something. Is there about the brunch. A, a future brunch with the girls planned, or that's a, it's a one and done deal? <laughs> I don't know. You'll you'll have to ask the organizer. I might have been dropped from the team. Maybe, yeah, out of the rotation, perhaps. Maybe she's going to prefer like a dropping out Skype call now over my company <laughs> with yes. the girlfriends. Maybe, yeah. maybe she'll have more fun going. What? I cut. Are you? Are you cutting out? Okay, for an hour and a half, than sitting there with me for twenty five minutes. Yeah. So, you know. Anyway, that's what that's what happens, I guess. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you've, got a, quick... you've got a story time. I like stories I about pinatas. Um, uh, last week, uh, basically, you know, during the lockdown, uh, trying to keep the wife happy, got to make sure got a, a, an appropriate level of chocolate in the uh-huh. house. Okay. Uh, chocolate sweets, you know, uh, snacky foods. Like, those a, good, kind of like a goodie, uh, a goodie jar at least. Yeah, like a goodie jar. I want to keep the kids excited because they're stuck at home too. Because uh, yeah. we're not allowed to send fucking my son to daycare anymore. So yeah. it's uh, daddy Ooh. daycare back here at Greeno's joint. Um. So I got got both kids going. Need, need the, the treats for the kids. Yep. Need treats for the wife. Uh, and Greeno's got the beer, so it's all <laughs> treats good. for the wife. <laughs> yeah. No, Gary. <laughs> but you know, uh, the the shopping bill over the last you know six to eight weeks got a little bit exorbitant lately. So I'm like, look, we've got to fucking cut back a little bit. We've got to start finding ways to to nip back some of this budget. Oh no! Uh, so you're going to start cheaping out on the lollies? <laughs> yeah, we're cheaping out on the lollies. So anyway, I'm looking at the lolly section. I've been buying these fancy like Daryl Lee blocks of chocolate mm. that are going for like six, seven bucks per block, right? Ooh, and that's fucking, that's pretty steep for a block yeah. of chocolate. I would think, um, without knowing, like. Because I just bought a block of chocolate today, but I never, I don't look, I'm not looking at the price because it wasn't for me. It was the same thing. Lady Boogs yeah. wanted some chocolate. But what's with yeah. the fucking girls and needing chocolate in the house? I don't know, man. It's, it's fine. <laughs> it's like, it's, you said, hey, you can't have beers in the house. I'm like, get fucked. I'm having them. Yeah, but so we know the that beers are in, uh, need to be in the house. There's <laughs> a reason for it for us to get drunk. Yeah, cool. It's totally different. Yeah, so I picked up this block of chocolate. I don't even know what it cost because it's just like a block of chocolate i'm thinking it's blocks of chocolate it's probably like five or six bucks it should be two dollars no more two bucks fifty three bucks max you reckon three bucks is even pushing it for me that's like it's starting to get into highway robbery territory exactly exactly so so last week i'm like i'm scaling back i'm not getting this expensive daryl lee fucking chocolate this week Get but, that, get that uh, compound cooking chocolate group. <laughs> gonna melt down. So that's, like, because that's like ninety cents a block. Yeah, I can get a whole get thing two. of like little little chalk chips yes. that are meant to go into a cookie. It's and melt can, it down. Just whack a handful in your mouth, you're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> but then you'll have like little brown splotches all over the tiles and the carpet yeah, because you, you, when you're eating chalk chips, you're always going to drop one. Well, at that's, least yeah, one. That's, that's for the wife to worry about. Uh, um, well, honey, so, I've got good news. You can get your chocolate. Like, I want you down on all fours and just start yeah. sniffing around. Don't, don't waste that shit because yeah. that's, that's wasted chocolate too. That's it. Uh, like, have that. Under the couch, everywhere needs to be checked. Yeah. Move the refrigerator out. <laughs> yeah. Get those really dusty ones that fall underneath there. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm like, look, what I'm going to do is because I can't, I can't skimp and get the 90 cent chalk chips because no. I'm like, no, nah, can't bring that home. Not going to be happy mm. if that happens. But what I'm going to do is I'm just going to see what what chocolate is on special this week, yes. and that's the block I'm getting. Right? Okay, all right. So 
Cadbury or Dairy Milk, Cad- yeah, it's Cadbury, I think, that does Dairy Milk. Yeah. Cadbury have a whole range. They've got like 5,000 different brands of chocolate. Oh, absolutely. Top. You've got your Top Deck, your Aero, deck, yeah. your um, your, your Snack Greeno. Yeah. Snack's a good bit, one. Bit of everything. Yep. But they've got this new one called Breakaway. And I'm like, fucking, okay. this looks like a Kit Kat. Bang, 2 bucks fifty. count me in. Right. Okay. So but, it's a Kit Kat ripoff, is it? It's a Kit Kat ripoff. Okay, correct. look, I'm I like have stories to about story pinatas to give you a you dick because that's that's I think that's unacceptable. Uh, I don't think you can participate in the ripping off of a Kit Kat. Kit, a Kit Kats are a, a fine the way they are. They they deserve to be paid for. I think Kit Kat is a very underrated candy bar. It oh no, hundred percent. And here's the whole point of my fucking story, yeah. because because I decided to have a little bit of a nibble mm. on uh, this this, this uh, rip off Kit Kat, rip off Kit Kat. <laughs> just go see the see the see if it's any good, right? And my word, have they found a way to fuck up one of the best chocolates out there? Because <laughs> the Kit Kat principle is very simple: you get four bars, mm-hmm. they go they go sideways. Yeah. You they're very thin. They got a nice little wafer in the middle. Now they've decided to thicken. The the actual uh, finger, so you're only getting three in a bar. Ooh, okay. So already you've got pliability issues. When I try and break it, suddenly it's a bit too thick. It doesn't you know, fragilely break. Right. Secondly, starts starts because you're putting more pressure on it. It's more yeah. likely to snap in half the wrong yeah, way. In half, shit. correct, sir. Yeah. Now the other aspect is the logistics of the kick. The, the uh, sorry, fake Kit Kat yes. is. Instead of being sideways where it's easily breakable mm. in the big block, they've decided to do it vertical. So now we've got oh. double issues. And now I'm trying to snap off two two or th- two bars out of a three-bar thing because already it's not symmetrical. Right, and, and you're, and you're, and you're having to direction. snap them off like lengthways kind lengthways, of Lengthways, and it's just an absolute clusterfuck. So mm. I've got half-broken random Kit Kat Rip off bullshit flying everywhere. I've got it crumbling in my hand inside the packet. Ah, yeah, that's a pocket. Good. Have a bite. The chocolate doesn't, chocolate's too thick. This, like the beauty of the Kit Kat is the perfect amount of ratio yep. between chocolate and wafer. Absolutely. Now, this thing, the texture, got, like, the texture nice of a Kit Kat Greeno is just about mm. perfect, I reckon. And mm-hmm. especially when it's just out of the fridge, not freezing oh. cold. But no, no, no. You know at the servos how they put the Kit Kats in the fridge? Yeah, yeah that's what you, you want. You the bad boy slightly melting in your finger as you're touching it. That's exactly. the perfect amount of chocolate. You want us to be able to see wafer from the melted finger chocolate. That's right. the perfect ratio. They, they like, tripled the chocolate. <laughs> Already, I'm like, well, there's too much chocolate here. I can't taste. It's not an appropriate wafer to chocolate ratio, mm. and I'm thrown off. So in the end, like a long story short, Actually, very short story short long. Short story long. In this, one, <laughs> uh, in this instance, it's a dick move to Cadbury for trying to rip off a you Kit Kat dick. and fucking it up. There you go. I nice like story. stories about pinatas. Fantastic little story. Uh, we're going we're gonna to wrap up this segment, David. The nation spirits, we're a bit fucking deflated at the moment. We're getting a 1,000 cases a day here in New South Wales. It's yeah. record. We're breaking records left, right, and center. We haven't been able to leave our home for nine weeks. The kids haven't been able to go to school for nine weeks. And apparently, oh, good news, Damo, mm. only another eight weeks before they get to go back to school, yeah. apparently. Nice, Gary. Hey, it's just, eight hey, it's just two more months, you guys. 17 weeks without my kid being educated by a proper educator. You know, I'm sure that's not going to have any issues with them. No. Um, well, I, I think you're probably a, be- a better educator, Greeno, just just at home talking about the Kit Kats and stuff. And <laughs> the true life. Stuff. They'll be, yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll be streetwise now. Yeah. You know? Well, my son's already taken him. He's like, Daddy, you, you swear too much. 
And I'm like, how does he know I swear too much? He's three. He's finger wagging you at three. He's, he's oh. already established that I swear too much throughout the course of a workday. Did, did you? Did you? Did you smack some respect into him? <laughs> no, smack I let him disrespect smack me. out like, of his mouth. Oh, man, I'm like fair call. Like I have said, fuck a fair bit today. My apologies, son. Give that. He's like naughty daddy. I'm like excellent. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> you're right, son. I have said fucking cunt too much, haven't I? Yeah, way too much. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I was uh, sitting down last night and I was listening to the South Park album, uh-huh. and I'm like, we. We need an anthem to lift the nation's so spirit. So come on, chocolate salty balls. Uh, side note, fucking, that is still a cracking album. Yeah, oh, yeah. 30 years. Not just because it's funny, but the music behind it as well. It's great music. Bubble Goose Screener. The old Bubble yeah, Goose Bubble Goose is very good. Yeah. We had that one. You got uh, you and me and her. That's right. <laughs> and your mother and your sister. <laughs> nice, Gary. <laughs> That's a good album. But uh, I was like, look, Gladys at 11 is fucking just bringing it. Everyone's dampened after Gladys. Right. However, if I think if she finished whatever the press conference was, hmm. if she finished the press conference with an outro, yes. a la Bosom Buddies. She wants exit music, Greeno. She wants exit music, but they got to play the whole song at, at like 11.15 every day after she's announced the bad news. Right. Correct me if I'm wrong before we get to a break. If you played this song at the end of Gladys's uh, presser, yep. would you not be lifted for the rest of the day? This would lift the nation's spirits. Okay, let's have a look. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, speaking uh, on their daily update, horny Gladys Berejiklian. Well, I just think if we get to 80%, we get more jabs into arms. Eventually, we will let two of you walk around together in a park for an extra hour a day. I know this is a big announcement, and we're trusting that everybody will do the right thing in order to get us there. Thank you, everyone, and please direct your questions to the doctor here. Do you like your novelty comedy songs organic? Handmade with painstaking care, put into every note. Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later. Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week, so check it out. Special little spot tucked away on the 
sport content. It's the starting block on TAVshow.com. Yes, welcome back to the block, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Remember, if you want to get in touch with us, the best way to do so would be via the little blue bird. Follow Greeno at the starting block. One way to drop the KDN. Follow myself at Boogie Bumper. Greeno, on this show, we've said it before, we've said it many times. Here on this show, we are officially fans of the Bogues, Greeno. Nice, we love the Bogues. Gary. We are a guy, as as we pointed out, who uh, gives no fucks uh, because he's got, you know, multi-millions in the bank and can just say and do whatever the fuck he wants, really. Former NBA, (laughs) uh, well, not former, he's NBA champion with Golden Mm -hmm. State Warriors. So when the Golden, when Golden State were at their fucking peak, you know, he was in the team, which is, which is no mean feat to be part of a super team on its own. You know what I mean? So well, the biggest, uh, the most wins in regular season history. Yeah. So he's not well, just no some, worries. he's not just some Johnny come lately before we play this clip though. So this is Bogues talking about, you know, stuff that we've kind of spoken about for a while on this show, but you know, we tend to, we used to, you know, back in the day, little story time, we used to focus more on like newspaper journalists and stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it really is a different world now, Greeno, like to make a serious point. The people on TikTok and Instagram and stuff, they're way more influential than fucking newspaper journos now. Oh, 100%. Like, they're now getting no. left in the dust. So what he's saying here is in regards to, you know, good messaging ground because we're all in this together. We've all got to go out there. We've all got to do our part, right? It's very important that we do our part. So here's uh, Andrew Bogut, former NBA champion. Whether you're an actor, an actress, a sports star, an influencer from getting a, a, a nice boob job and looking good, I don't care. <laughs> Whoever you are, why don't we hear you speaking up? The silence is deafening. Let me give you the reason why. Last year, because Bogues has the thing is Bogues has fuck you money, so yeah, he doesn't. He can just do whatever he wants. Like about three or four months into this pandemic, I got a, I got a. Uh, didn't he buy the Sydney Kings or something? <laughs> uh, I think he bought. Yeah, he bought into the Sydney Kings. He didn't right. own them outright, but okay. he did. Like, I'm just going to buy half of them. Half. <laughs> he's going to buy half. He's a former basketball player. Just bought half of the Sydney basketball team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a message from somebody. I'm not going to name who it was or where it came from. I got offered money to put out a public service announcement for you everyday plebs to stay home. <laughs> you dick. wait a sec. Can we? Uh, he got offered money for that. Yep. I did it for free at the start of this show. That's right. Nice. Every week. We well, see where the idiots Where the suckers? Yeah. Should have held out for some cash. We're going to be making some coin out of this. We mm. should be making bank, Greeno. We should be. Because I mean, obviously, we're so influential here on the show, <laughs> aren't we? I mean, a lot of powerful people listen to this show, Greeno, as you know. But. If we're talking percentages, though, yeah, if we can find a way to influence five of our six listeners, 
to to, uh, that, that, to to staying inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is a high percentage to uh, of audience ratio. If we can promise uh, whoever's going to give us the cash, we guarantee ninety percent of the audience we're gonna will get do ninety percent comply. Exactly, we're going to get ninety percent of our audience to stay at home. Yeah. They're like, that's fucking, that's for ching ching ching. Oh yeah, send send some money block away. These guys are basically magicians. How the fuck did mm. they do that? Yeah. We'll wear something like this. Hi, I'm Andrew Bogut, former NBA washed-up athlete, former Olympian, whatever you want to call it. Whatever it's you want to call it. It's your duty to stay home. Do the right thing for the community. I've got money in my bank account. I'm good. I'm fine. I can fill up my food with food. Yeah. Got cars. I can even somewhat get to different parts of oh, the yeah. world. Oh, yeah, he could private jet if he wanted to. If I really wanted to. But you, stay home. Do the right thing for the community. We are all in this together. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse to do that shit. And I was offered, I was offered money for it. I don't need the money. You're right. He sounds. Is he a Westie? He sounds like a Westie boy, doesn't he? Uh, that's a good question. I th- Where is he from? Perth, is he from Melbourne? He? I don't know. I know. Th- oh, for some reason, I thought he was from Perth. But let's have a look. Yeah, you keep playing it. And I, re- I refuse to do that shit. Like he, he sounds a little woggy. You know, <laughs> like, like yeah, I refuse I to do that shit, bro. He's definitely he's woggy for sure. There you go. Yeah. Born in Melbourne. There you go. Melbourne, right? So I reckon he's like young, he's younger class, than us. Yeah, we're we're old cunts now. I reckon he's um working class kind of background. You know what I mean? Oh, 100%. It's, he's you got ethnic, yeah, ethnic heritage for sure. Yeah. I refuse to do that shit. And I was offered I was offered money for it. I don't need the money. You're right. I was offered money for it. I refuse to do that shit. Now, that that's shit, a personal right. choice I made because I knew uh, that go. I was parents parents was, immigrated from Croatia, Croatia in the 1970s. I was going to say he looks and sounds very Croatian, you know. Yeah. Is that person that I'd be giving the message to when I was a kid? But because his name's Bogut and not like Bogatich or Bogovic or something. Well, his name I mean, probably is Bogatovic, but <laughs> just, <laughs> just shorten it up. Shorten it up. <laughs> so it fits Australia. on the back of a shirt. I was more that person. Told you're not essential. Treat the community, stay home. So put two and two together. Why do you think a lot of these people haven't put messages out? Why do you think they've put contra messages out saying, do the right thing? Oh, don't do this, don't do that. You know, you got to stay home. You're not essential. I am. I can shoot my influencer video here on the beach and I'm deemed essential. Here's my media pass. <laughs> but you're not essential. They're getting paid for that shit for the most part. Oh. Nice, Gary. Fucking, do we give Bogues a round of applause? Oh, 100%. He's the man. I mean, absolutely. I've got one more here for you as well just before we move on. Uh, the Lady Boogs sent me this one, Greeno. Now, this is apparently Amanda Vella. I don't know who she is. She's an insta- She's a big deal on Instagram, okay? There we go. Um, now, she's previously, right, there was a story. I think I did a story about her on the show not that long ago. She previously, like, posted an old photograph of a holiday in Jarvis Bay, like, of her on the beach or something. And then after that, people who follow her on Instagram started reporting her to the police saying, she's not at home, she's breaching lockdown. I mean, this is what we've become as a nah, society now. Nah, fuck her. <laughs> fuck her. So, but they, so the police arrive and she's like, dude, that's an, like, obviously I'm home. You know, you, I answered the door. That's an yeah. old picture from years ago. What the fuck? And so she had to get on Instagram and was like kind of tongue in cheek saying to all of her followers, Thanks so much for the concern, guys. You know, like, thank you for your concern. Now, since then, this is another thing that's happened to her. This is something she's filmed. This was before the protests last weekend. I think maybe a couple of days before. She gets another knock on the door. The same, you know, quote-unquote Instagram influencer. Have a look at this. He's wearing body-worn video section of conversations that have been recorded. Do you understand that? Mm-hmm. Cool. The reason why we're here today is obviously we've been tasked to come have a chat to you in relation to the protest stuff. 
Yeah. I've just got three questions to ask you. Okay, do you mind? I don't mind, but... We've been tasked to come here and ask you about the protest stuff. In, okay. in their defence, though, let, let's, let's, I want to say something in defence of the cops. Uh-huh. The, the donut stores are closed. <laughs> the, no, there's, less, there's less people on the roads to give bullshit fines to. Got to do there's something no, to fill out there's the no, day. There's no one to give parking fines to. So you got to fill the hours somehow, sir. So you, you think all of these incidents that are occurring right now, these kinds of situations where people are, you know, being, they're getting knocked on their door. Hey, you're an influencer. Do you know anybody who's doing the protest tomorrow? You yeah, know, you yeah, know, yeah. This kind of thing. You think it's all based on boredom? <laughs> yeah, a little bit of boredom. Because, you know, I, I don't know about you. Like, oh, I, I work in office, yeah. right? If, if the work dries up and they, they come up with some bullshit job, they're like, well, you're here, go do some pointless filing. This is the police equivalent of yeah. pointless filing. Yeah, it's like if you're working at a fast food place, nobody's in there and the manager's like, mop the floor. You know, yeah, just, have, have you checked the stock? Mop. Yeah, can we do just, a stock take? We can hey, always out, do something. <laughs> can you pull out the stuff at the very back and mop under there that we haven't done in three years? Do that. Oh, this, that's, that's the current equivalent of what the cops are doing at the moment. Right. It's just, just killing do. time. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't have to answer any. No, of course not. But I, I do have to ask you the questions, okay? You do know that people have been here before asking me questions. Yep. Unfortunately, I've been tasked with this duty now. Unfortunately. So it's like, look, sorry. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't want to be there either. Like, of to be course. honest. That's the whole, that's the whole yeah. absurdity of this, though. It's like we know they don't want to be there. They know that we know they don't want to be there, but yet they're fucking <laughs> they're there. there anyway. <laughs> nice, that's that's the point. Like I know, <laughs> I say it myself too. Like I'm like, look, they don't want to be doing this, but that's that's what it's crazy about it. We all can, know. Can I, actually, can I also point something out here? Yeah. I didn't so she's filming them. Mm-hmm. At any point in this video, did she ask their permission to film them? I doubt it. Maybe then, she might have done before because it. it's clipped, so I don't have the whole thing. She might have. How would she? Because legally, you... she's not allowed to broadcast this. Yes. So I'm thinking this is actually an Instagram setup. Ah. I reckon they're not cops. <laughs> they're just thick off screen. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon she's got some blokes in costume. She's like, look. Yeah. They're actually hey, strippers, Screen. They're actually strippers. Yeah. yeah. Wear a mask. Um, yeah. She's like, I need, I need some more clicks because I can't get down the beach anymore. Yeah, I can't so do any more do, bikini shots, therefore. So what I'm going to do is to get these these clicks up on mm. my Instagram and my TikTok. I'm going to post a video of, inverted commas, cops coming yeah. over. Hang on, wasn't this wasn't this cop there last week to clean the pool, Greeno? Mm. <laughs> I think it's the same guy. Uh, are you aware of any planned protests or events this weekend in Sydney? <laughs> I'm answering. Are you aware of answering? Are you aware of any communication circulating between people about a planned protest? <laughs> That's basically the same thing as saying like, are you like who's in your Instagram groups? Who's in your mm. Facebook group, Greeno? Do you have any, you know, are you conversing with any anti lockdown individuals, that kind of thing? It's it's creepy. I'm not answering. Mm. Uh, is there anything else you wish to tell us that might help us to ensure the public safety this coming weekend? Ensure the public safety, Greeno. <laughs> nice, Gary! Is there anything this, you can tell point, us to ensure yeah, public safety? At this point, she probably should have thrown in a plug for whatever, like, for her sites her Instagram, yeah. Find yeah, me on like, Insta. You know, find, find me on Insta, find me here, find me there, check out the podcast. She should have got a selfie with him. That's that's probably the way I would answer that final question. But yeah, look, check it. Starting block on Podbean, uh, uh, 893. Apple, yeah. <laughs> Apple Podbean. Well, let's see what's, let's see how she rounds it out. There's only like 20 seconds left. 
It was a big talking point, Credo, what? for the blockheads. Fucking inundated yeah. with emails, TikToks, TikTok. with people pretending they didn't have arms. Yeah. In- just, Instagram just like, influencers getting in touch. Yeah. In protest, just to kind of like show their support around the missing arms of the Venus de Milo. Oh, cutting their arms um, off. But by pretending they had no arms. Yeah. And sending me outrageous fucking tweets in the middle of the night, which which um, then which then got them fired because people thought they were mocking Paralympians. They were mocking, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah it was a, a slippery slope. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, the podcast awards are back. Do you remember the bullshit podcast oh, awards yes, from the last couple of years? I do. These podcast awards, where you know we were kind of looking into it. And then we realized in order to be nominated for the podcast award and eventually win the podcast award, you actually have to pay them a fee. So it's, so it's just an award, quote unquote, to whoever pays for it. <laughs> exactly. So basically what it is, it's a whole bunch of radio stations, podcasts yeah. that just keep on winning because they're the only ones stupid enough to pay for the publicity of doing so. Um, oh, but, scary. but the good news is we've still got a month to put in our, our nominations. So uh, do we have a, uh, a cash kind of thing on, on this site where people can chip in? Um, uh, I guess diamonds, yeah. Diamonds, excellent. I so it, it, someone could be asked putting a diamond in. If we get enough diamonds, we will pay to enter ourselves into this stupid competition. Only Actually, no, fuck that. We won't because we'll spend it on beer money. We'll never get Yeah, that's right. Nice, we're not Gary. Why waste I'm, not, I'm not entering <laughs> our competition. No, <laughs> could you imagine though if they like would we play back the fucking which bit would we play back the casual racism bit from last week probably, probably the casual racism bit Put from that last in there. week shouldn't we yeah. run it shouldn't we be aiming for casual racism isn't that what we want <laughs> mm. imagine if Very we won the so. award we could put that on our we could put that on our bucket list right now award winning Starting our show real. That, well, why See, don't I, we? Why don't we start our own awards? And we can just have it between us and say like Fergal and the Freak, and yes. then we'll just we'll just award each other the award like one Dang. year, so they win it, and as the winner, they get to decide who the next winner is, and they award it to us, and then the next year we decide who the winner is, we award it to them. Now, now you've got to fucking. Now we're talking. You, nice, you, I, I know. I know nothing about awards. You know nothing about organization between us. Yep. We've fixed, fixed the it. podcast awards. So we're not going to, we're going to create our own podcast awards where we charge no money. That's right. It's basically just, if you're willing to enter into our podcast awards, a la us and Fergo and the Free Podcast, I'm, I'm going to count them in already. Yeah. Uh, safe to assume. No, no, no. I'm saying we're the only two in it all every year. So it's yeah, but- based on merit and there can only be one winner and the previous mm. winner decides the new winner. Therefore, we're, we're legit. It's good enough. Uh, now okay. now like we it. can it start has- taking the money. <laughs> the fun thing is it has about as much credibility as those podcast awards. Exactly. That's right. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's got more okay. because we're not awarding it to ourselves. We're getting awarded by the previous yeah, champion. There's no, there's no money involved. It's all above board. Right. There's no tax write-offs. It's all very good. Um, which brings us to uh, Jim Enwood, who's been sending us in uh, hey. a whole bunch of stories for a better part. Of- Jim Enwood. Big Jim. Um, we were talking last week. We were thanking him for, for sending in all these stories. Yep. And this week, uh, Jim Enwood sent us his message of the week. A message of the week. Okay. A message of the week. So he, <laughs> he just wanted to clarify for the blockheads. Right. He's like, don't worry about reading the shit on the show. I'm just posting shit on here for Greeno. Uh, as a side note, you want to know what position I played in in baseball. Nice, Gary! So in response to that, firstly, Jim, uh, I know you don't care if we read it, 
but you've seen how lazy we are on this show. Correct. Now, there's not much content here to begin with. So what you're doing is you're just filling in gaps that otherwise would be dead air. Nice, uh, Gary! So, so we're, 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 trying, we're actually like, we're saying it's helpful because it is helpful because I'm too lazy to come up with stuff. I just jump in and hey, Discord, Jim sent these great stories through. That's right. Let's read them out. So we are going to continue to read the story for the absence of my own effort in researching for this show. Fantastic. Um, point number two, position I played in baseball. Played a bit of everywhere, Jim. Uh, only positions I haven't played is catcher and third base because my arm shit. No good in the Played everywhere else. But generally, outfield. Someone in the outfield, fast, can kind of catch, uh, know how to hit a cutoff man, and that's how we roll. So that answers Jim's message of the week. There you go. All right. Excellent. So, so, now, that Jim's so, so now, now he's got two fucking segments on the show. So now he's got two segments. He had his message of the week. It'll be the Jim show next week. <laughs> Jim, now with, got- Jim with a special Jim N-word show with special guest hosts, the starting block. But we're going to double down because Jim said he didn't want the stories read, so now we're going to read his messages. Nice, Gary! <laughs> and we go on the show. Which brings us to, to wrap up this segment, Jim, Jim Edwards' story the of the story week. Story of the week. That's right. Hang on, let's kick off our music again one more time. Yeah. <laughs> Big jam! Big jam. Where a man breaks up with his girlfriend yeah. on the Jumbotron of a minor league baseball game. Nice, Fantastic, Gary. isn't it? <laughs> Um, where's my corner? One man had a very bold plan for breaking up with his girlfriend. In a photo blowing up the internet, the man named Tim put a message on the Jumbotron that it was over with his girlfriend, Alyssa. According to Barstool Sports, the incident occurred during an Akron... Oh, God. Akron, Ohio, Greener. An Akron Rubber Ducks game. <laughs> LeBron country, sir. LeBron country. You can see a photo of the Jumbotron right there. So not only, like, so not only is this poor girl being dumped over, you know, in a public fashion, she's being dumped at an Akron minor league baseball game. <laughs> Fuck, what a nightmare. Uh, we're a long way from, you know, golden horse-drawn carriages, aren't we? I believe here's a word to describe guys like Tim, and that word is king. Nice, Gary! <laughs> yeah, the man is an absolute king by any and all metrics. There you go. Fantastic. Anything else to add to that, Greeno? Since we're no, that's it, mate. I, I think we're going on right. that break. I oh, say, so you ready for a break now? Should we we're go ready for a break now. Should, should we go for a break? Actually, before we do that, uh, this is a blatant ripoff of the Chaser <laughs> segment from like twenty years ago. Is it? What's the Chaser yeah. segment? Which one? With Chris Taylor, how he had this segment where he went on like Sunrise mm. and pretended to break up with his girlfriend on air. Oh, that's right. You know, because we've been together for so long, and I just so want to say you're a fucking bitch, and I yeah, hate you. You out of my life. <laughs> And they're all thinking he's about to propose. He set it all up in perfect way. Yeah, like, oh, yeah I remember the, the female co-host of whatever show they were on was like, "Oh, like, yeah. she, she, oh my god, this is so sweet." And he's like, "Yeah, you're a bitch. I want you out of my yeah. life. <laughs> out of my life. Fuck off and get your stuff out of my house." <laughs> it's the JJ Stoner Spring Collection, the perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. Like we were in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone's slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in police stick-proof body armor. 
Keep swinging, pigs! Call now, and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slur cane that the South has to offer. Don't forget the wall tapestry! If you need to cover your wall, it works! Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, along with good conversations and laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet. We also have The Hat Cam, where I showcase my myriad of great-looking hats. Here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately. Hi. I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus Christ, what are you, fucking Asian Dick Tracy? You have to ruin my evening. Like I, I'm just gonna just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show, and you, get, you gotta, you just gotta do that. Without the hat, so you're not enjoying it? No. <laughs> Dude, Asian uh, come Dick on, Tracy. I really enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover <laughs> in, in Argentina, but it's not working. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I hate oh, come on, you secretly really love it. No, no, I openly hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Uh, so... Subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show. And uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. Welcome to The Starting Block. Follow on Twitter at The Starting Block. Drop the K at the end. Find the podcast on iTunes or on TAVshow.com. Yes, back on the block, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Uh, oh, Chris, great. You've got, the, uh, you've got the video there, B.E. just in it. I do. Like, do you just want to go straight to that or? Straight to it. Okay. You don't want to set it up? I mean, we kind of set it up before the we outbreak. set it up in the last segment. Yeah, where we're talking about the uh, – it seems like the, the guy that broke up with his girlfriend, the Jumbotron of the Akron – the, the, the Akron Rubber Duck screen. Was rubber it the Ducks Rubber Ducks? Ducks? Whatever they Yeah, are. something like that. <laughs> it was a rip-off of an Australian TV segment for like 20 years ago by the sounds of it. Here's the segment. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Do you believe that this – when was The Chaser? Like 2003? 2001, 2002, something like that. Oh, this was nearly 20 years ago, man. Okay. Mm. Oh, Chris, great to see you. Thanks for joining us. Anytime. Say hello to so the boys. So for our American brothers and sisters, any just before we play, he's on like the Australian version of Good Morning America, basically. Got on. Yeah. yeah. Great to see you. Thanks for joining Sorry, say again. Highest rated morning show. The most watched morning show. It has, yeah, actually, it has been, hasn't it? Like every now and then, um, Stefanovic gets in front on Channel 9, but more often than not, it's Koshy who's winning. Yeah. yeah. Well, yes. Hello to the boys for us. Especially Great so early. Season. Thanks for coming in. No, my pleasure. Early. And can I just do one thing before we go? You yeah, can, sure. We go out live here, don't we? Yep. Yeah. Um, my partner, Joe, never misses the show at all. She's, oh, that's nice. She absolutely loves it. And uh, I just know she'll be watching today. So can I just put a message out to her? Oh. Oh. Go on. We've been uh, we've been together for seven years. 
And uh, I just want to take this opportunity now live on TV to say, Joe, get the fuck out of my life. Fuck. <laughs> nice, Gary. He set them up so good, didn't he? Like, that's a, that's a lesson in how to, um, you know, do that bit, you know, where you sh- where you dangerously change tack at the last second because he's yeah. not going over the top or anything. He waits right till the end. He's like, look, I know she's watching. We've been together seven years. So they all they're expecting, like Greeno said before the break, is like a proposal or something. Well, and, and then, the fact I love the fact that he checked as well just beforehand. He's like, are we, we going live? live here, right? Yeah. So there was no like <laughs> Nice, Gary. And he's like, yeah, yeah, of course. He's like, good. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. I'm like, get the fuck out of my life. Are you sure you have- uh, look. <laughs> nice, Gary. If you're listening to the podcast, you can't see red. Koshi's eyes are like pure death. He's just... <laughs> He wants to fucking strangle him. <laughs> the the female co-host, I think that's Mel. Is that Mel? Yeah, that's Mel, I think. It's Mel. Um, she's like awkwardly looking away from the camera and playing <laughs> with her hair and shit. And Koshi's just death staring him. <laughs> have, have, you, have you texted her about I've tried. I've done everything I can, Koshi. So if you don't get the fucking message now, Joe, you never will. <laughs> Nice, Gary. Oh, man, I missed the chaser. What a great call to play that. Thank you for the link, B.E. Give it B.E. Nice, Nice, Gary. Gary. Oh, man, I missed the chaser. Those were the days, huh? They were. Like, you can't get away with that now. Nah. Uh, I think it's, yeah. Because remember, remember how much trouble they got back in the day. Yeah. The, now, the one they got in trouble the most for was when we had the, I think it was the G20 or. Yeah. The G20 yeah, something like sec- the G8 summit or something like that. Yeah, but it was like a security thing. So they basically did a, a sketch where they like hired a limo and they dressed up like security and they had fake IDs. But on the ID, like they did it really obvious because they the whole bit was supposed to be getting caught at the front gate. Yeah, you, you get to the security, they're meant to turn you around, but exactly. they let them through. So this is like, in, yeah, this is in like 2003, and it was before um, the states had found Bin Laden. So basically one of them dressed up as Osama Bin Laden in the back of the limo and he's got the fake security detail and they have IDs and on their IDs it says in big letters, fake ID. Like, so they're, <laughs> And they still keep getting waved through. Like I've heard, is it Julian Morrow, the older guy, yeah. I think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, I've heard him talk about it before. He was like, once we got through like the third or fourth security checkpoint, we started shitting ourselves because we're like, Man, they're gonna fucking shoot us. Well, they if- they actually stopped themselves yes. at the final bit because they were in the radius where the the snipers were above like That's all right. the the world leaders hotel. And they're like, if we get in here, they will shoot. So we they turned themselves around. That's right. Um, and then yeah, did the reveal where the dude hopped out of the back of the yeah, limo. He's like, Tell George Bush I'm here, because George Bush was in Sydney at the time. Now the, the funny thing about it was this basically created like um, uh, like the Australian public in the aftermath of that basically wanted to tear them apart. And they're like, oh, my God, this fucking prank. It's like they're, they're um, ridiculous. Like it's so dangerous. Fuck this. You can't allow this. They should be. Remember, people were trying to kick them off television for it. And- it was that and it was their uh, Make a Realistic Wish Foundation sketch. That's right. Yes. But with the uh, Bin Laden one. They were trying to kick them off television because they were like, this is disgusting, you can't do this. And their point was, well, hang on a minute. 
we didn't even expect to get through the first security checkpoint. I had fake ID written on yeah. my card. So <laughs> how is this like, shouldn't you be upset about the security at the fucking mm. summit and not like these, like we're, we're just doing a sketch show, man. But everyone <laughs> wanted to throw them in jail, right? And like just leave the lack security issue. Like, oh, no, 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 that's not fair. The comedians, it's the comedians' fault. Comedians' fault, yeah. Like, nice and you're right, the Make-A-Wish one was another one. He got in trouble for... Uh, one of them, Chaz Lichardello, because at the time, a local Sydney rugby league team, Big East rugby oh, league the, team, the Bulldogs. the Bulldogs. That's right. That's right. Uh, they have a reputation. Their fans have a reputation for, how can I say this, wanton destruction, <laughs> right? When, they, when they're traveling on trains and at games. And there was, uh, during this time period, Bulldogs fans, it seemed, were getting into like brawls every other week. So he basically, he went down to a Bulldogs game and he's selling like bulldogs supporter packs, and they've got like knuckle dusters and balaclavas, <laughs> and shit. And he's what? And all, like to the bulldogs fans' credit, they're all pissing themselves laughing because yeah. he's like, "Yeah, no, no, I've got all the good stuff here, mate. I've got concealed weapons, everything, like whatever you want, mate." Bulldogs supporters pack. It was APEC BE from the UK saying, no, "That's right, APEC. That's right." Oh, man, the good old days of the chaser. How about that? Sorry for that little detour, everybody. I like stories about pinatas. There you go. There we go. Uh, we, we talked about uh, comedians getting thrown in jail for pretending to be thugs in the footy field. Yeah. Good news, Damo. We're going to NRL court date because they're actually real thugs in real life. Hey! The New South Wales Police and the NRL Integrity Unit are investigating an alleged road incident on the New South Wales South Coast earlier this week involving new NRL Dragons recruit George Burgess. George now, they, Burgess. They're, a, they're a fucking bang-up club, the Dragons, at the moment. They're so the new culture club, really. They're definitely the new culture club because uh, this guy's just been – he's only just signed with the club. He's already in trouble. He's already got a court date. So he's going to fit in good with the, the Jack DeBellins and the, the house parties of the Paul Vaughans, et cetera, over there in uh, in St. George, Illawarra. Man, if I was uh, if I was playing rugby league, I'd want to play for St. George because it sounds like the club where you can just fucking do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. Corey Norman's been fucking with Coke so many times. That's like right. it's a it's a big old fuck up of a club. Um, Burgess allegedly <laughs> got out of his vehicle after he noticed he was being filmed by someone in a truck, grabbed their phone and threw it on the grass. Oh. Burgess will <laughs> Burgess got led to the other person was the aggressor. Dragons are aware of the incident. As oh, a result come of this on, George. incident, George, you're the one who threw his phone. Like, I don't like, I think it's really rude when people just film people like on the street. That's oh, I agree. Like, I would yeah. never do that. Like, no. if, if I wanted to film something on the street, I legit would go up, even though I don't have to, I would go up and say, Excuse me, do you mind if I film this? You know, because yeah. I, if someone's sticking a camera in my face without saying anything, I just find that really stalkery and creepy. Oh, 100%. You know? Yeah. So I can understand his frustration, but at the same time, once you cross that line into grabbing that person's physical property and then destroying it, I'm sorry, George, there's no other way around it. You're the bad guy now. Yeah. Uh, He's like, don't you know who I am? You fucking cunt. Put your phone. I'll put it away for you, you fucking pelican. Obviously, they know who he is is because they're fucking filming him. As a result of this incident, though, George will face court in Wollongong on October 19, charged with malicious damage. Malicious damage. So he's, he's sounds... been back in the country for two days. He's, he's, he's retired. I'm glad, we're, I'm glad we're letting these people in. We can't let Australian residents overseas back in. That's but right. George, yeah. 
bring him back. Thanks for coming. Like you could be you could be an Australian citizen who had some kind of low end job at an embassy in Afghanistan, and you'd be you'd be stuck out there like trying to dodge around the hand grenades, hoping that you don't get fucking rounded up in the middle of the night. You can't get back into the country, but George Burgess <laughs> back in the country two days, and he's already already getting into like drunken arguments with people. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Um, I don't I don't take it ser- seriously. I don't like talking about serious stuff on this show, but right. um, I find like uh, the stuff that's been going on with like censorship and whatnot, like mm-hmm. the OnlyFans stuff, and um, you know, but, but people being banned off Twitter for you know comments, yeah, you know, just words, yeah. etc. That in itself, you know, is already taking me too far. I was a bit confused earlier today where I was I was scrolling through Twitter and I was seeing dead bodies in Afghanistan is okay to post on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. But tits, tits, no. Nice. Tits will get banned. Dead bodies, apparently. Yeah, that's okay. I was, I was like, what the fuck is this? Like Twitter's meant to be a nice relaxing kind of like so suddenly dead bodies in my timeline. No titties though. Dead bodies in my timeline sounds like a great, <laughs> great EP name, Greeno. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for bullet, fuck- bullet, bullet for my Valentine with dead bodies in my timeline. The world's a fucked up place, Damo. When people are more offended by words and titties than they are dead bodies. On nice, Gary. Uh, <laughs> that's the only serious comment I'll make on this entire show. Because well, yeah. I, 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 you're right. It's like you just discovered though that, um, you know. People are only offended when they feel like it, and they prove it every day. Like, the people who say that they find things offensive, you can show them something that's completely grotesque, but if it's on their side of politics, for example, they'll just Mm. be like, no, no, that's no problem, and they rationalise it away. So people prove every day that they choose to what they get offended about, you know? And then once you realise that, all of the offence and all of the cancelling and stuff, it just presents itself as an almighty farce. Yeah, personally, can can we just cancel mass murder? (laughs) Nice, Can we we worry about that before we worry about, you know, bad impersonations and shit? Like, let's prioritise here, shall we? (laughs) No, (laughs) no, no. The bad impersonations, apparently that's what causes the mass murder, Greeno. Ah, there we go. Sums it up. Um, Let's do some Statmans to wrap up the show, Damon. We're MLB Statmans. We'll wrap up the show. The Padres are the first team in MLB history to be intentionally walked eight times in the game. Now, they played a guy. I had yesterday off work. And a uh, quick Greeno story time inside a Statman. I like stories about pinatas. It was, it was about midday, and the wife was – I was doing a whole bunch of stuff around the house, and the wife was like, look, this is your day off. Can you stop doing, like, housework and shit? Just relax. Go watch. Go just go fucking watch something. And I'm like, all right, cool. I've knocked off most of my stuff anyway. I'm all good. So sat down, put on a, a game between the Dodgers and the Padres. So I was really looking forward to it. It's a good rivalry, mm. and they're in the same division as the Giants. Yes. And whoever wins that game is going to impact the Giants' ability to make the playoffs. So I'm like, I need to watch this game. going to be a cracker. And it's been a good series all year. Mm. So this game, I said, and my daughter come up to me, she's like, Dad, can we do like yoga on YouTube? And I might look. Once this game, game once this time, game, kiddo. No, no, no. Well, no, I said, well, I'm like, look, once this game's done, like, yeah, definitely. We'll put the we'll put the the big screen on. We can do some yoga. Dad'll even do the yoga with you. And that's so this, and that's when daughter realised that a baseball game goes for fucking ten hours. No, the game, <laughs> no, the game was rapidly going because okay. like Blake Snell and Walker Bueller were pitching, striking like, everyone out. Striking everyone out. It was like a, a one nil game in the eighth inning when she asked me. Okay. I said, look. This has only got an inning to go, like, yeah. over very, very quickly. This is like 3 o'clock maybe when okay. this happened. So how, um, long, actually, how long is one inning? Is that like 10 minutes, 15 minutes? Uh, 
Uh, let's call it, yeah, well, the way this game was going, it was about, yeah, probably about 20 minutes per inning, okay. max. Right. Um, so the game was only about 20, 30 minutes away. So the next thing you know, the Dodgers tie it up, and then it goes into extra innings. It's like, Dad, <laughs> nice, Dad I thought we are going to do yoga. So the, base, like, the baseball said, players are now making you into a liar and a bad dad. Greg. Exactly. So this is now 4 o'clock. And I said to him, I'm like, look, don't worry. This is extra innings. They've put this stupid thing where they put a man on second base in extra innings now, mm. so the game will wrap up quicker. I'm like, this will be over in a minute. Don't worry. It's all good. It ended up being the longest game since this rule was introduced. <laughs> It was 6.30 p.m. by the time this game finished. The oh, game went for seven shit. hours. Wow. <laughs> it oh, was unbelievable. Scary. Such a good game to the point where I was like, by the time the game finished, it was bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry, oh, honey. Mate. Scary. Game's over. <laughs> the game's <laughs> over, but now, but now you have to go to bed. Ooh. No yoga. Can no I yoga. can I introduce like a little bit of a, a maybe an idea for you? Greg? I like maybe stories you, about pinatas. Maybe in case you haven't thought of this, what about going the picture in picture? Because you don't need to hear yoga. You just need to see what moves they're doing and you know follow them. So how about put the baseball on the screen with the yeah. with the audio from the baseball and then put you do your picture in picture and put a little screen on the TV of the YouTube clip, Greeno. And then you can have both worlds. You can do yoga whilst you're watching the baseball. Yeah, but I feel like that would interrupt my enjoyment of the game. Yeah, and it's hard to do. It's hard to do the downward dog whilst you're drinking a beer. I can't do downward dog exactly. Whilst you're having a hot dog and drinking a beer and screaming at the TV. Fuck! What the fuck was that? Fuck! And that was that was a lot of it. I'm like, what the fuck are they doing from third there? This is ridiculous. But the the Padres end up being walked intentionally walked eight times in the game because they they ran out of position players back in the ninth inning and it went 15, 16. So they had to keep on putting like pitchers in to bat. So what they kept on doing in extra innings, they just kept on walking the hitters and said, (laughs) we'll just throw to the pitcher to get out of this inning. (laughs) They got walked eight times in the game. It was unbelievable. (laughs) Statman number one. Statman Statman number two. You got the picture up there. Uh, Big congratulations to Miguel Miguel Cabrera, who got his 500th home run. Nice, Gary. uh, Nice, Nice, Gary. Uh, one of the all-time greats uh, of the game. Uh, How old's Miguel Cabrera now? Been around. 38, 37, yeah. 38, there are thereabouts. So he's still, probably still got another three or four years in him, doesn't he? Oh, he's, he's struggling this year. Is he? I think, yeah. He, well, he's still got, I think he's got two more years left on his contract. Yeah. Because um, he got a big multi-year contract many years ago. Do you reckon, ago, they're, just, they reckon they're just carried him to 500 and now it'll be time to cut him? Or? Well, he's also very close to 3,000 hits. Right. So they're, they're not going to cut him until he gets to his 3,000 hits. So he might get it. Yeah, he'll probably get it next year. So he'll stick around to there and then, yeah, they'll probably move him on mm. and uh, do the, the farewell tour there. Because the Blue Jays, he- the Blue Jays aren't any good, are they? Is he, is he at the Tigers or the Blue Jays? Oh, okay. Detroit Tigers, yeah. Right, okay. Are the Tigers any good? or No, they're no good. So right, they're, so they're a rebuild. True. So he's the only kind of veteran left because right. they're like, well, Miggy's the man. He's the face of the franchise, and he's about to hit 500 homers and 3,000 hits. Has so he won a World Series? Or He has won a World Series back back in his like first season uh, <sighs> with the with the Florida Marlins. Wow, the Marlins. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So he, 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 like, he's one of the greatest players ever. Got his World Series out of the way in his first season. Yeah, and never won <laughs> and, it again. And he's never won it again. He's got oh, very yeah. close to Detroit a couple of times, but, yeah, no such I luck. I feel sorry for players like, 
like that because they taste it once and then I'd I'd almost rather not taste it if that makes sense. If you taste it once like in the first no. year. Yeah, but in the first year you think to yourself, how good is this? I'm going to be winning World Series forever. And then you play another 20 years or whatever trying to get back there and never do. I nah, fuck that's, that. That's I, want to, I want to play with I want to play with house money. If I got the World Series under my belt, that's something I never have to chase again. Those players yeah. who are like who can get close and never taste it over 20 years. Yeah. After that, you're like, well, I've already got a ring. So, you know, yeah. now I can just chase the Hall of Fame and I can chase all these records, et cetera, because I've always going to, no one can take that ring away from me. Yeah, so, I, I guess I guess it's, you know, I, I, I see the wisdom in that as well, but I just think it's kind of like that, you know, it's better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all. I don't know if that works. For, I, I wonder if it's better to just, not know what it feels like than to feel no to, that's than to feel it once. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, winning it in your first year and then never winning it again, I think, is cruel. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's just cruel because you become one of the best players and you never get there. But in the first year, you're a rookie. Nobody gives a fuck. You got you know? there. Yeah, you didn't though. You were a rookie. You just kind of were carried by the team. You were just lucky. No, you're lucky was, in no, the first year. He, he was the star in his first year. He, was he, he really? definitely helped him win it. Yeah, he's okay. very good. He's a Hall of Famer. Right. Um, nice, Gary. someone who's very good. I, I I saw the Little League World Series on ESPN at the moment. I don't know if you've seen any of it. <laughs> I've, it seems... I've seen it before and I just laugh and because laugh, it's just so funny to me watching. Like the, the Americans are so sports mad. They put like kids sport on TV. Yeah, and it's a big event <laughs> yeah, and they huge. do it for like two weeks and people are following it. They become superstars. It's, yeah. it's, it's fun for the kids, but... At the same time, I'm like, this is stupid, right? Like, really, it's 11-year-olds playing baseball. Yeah, well, and then, if you were a kid, it would be amazing to have, like, the full ESPN coverage, like, dun-dun-dun-dun, and, like, exactly. the big fadeaways. of like, here at the bottom of the fourth inning, Little League World Series, Johnson stepping up to the plate. Like, to have that kind of full professional development around your kid's game would be ridiculously cool. It was so much fun. You can always go back <laughs> to the video and go, here's me getting an intro. Like, exactly. so good. Yeah. But... This kid, I was, so I've, I've been, I was, I flicked it on the other day. And I'm like, this is fucking stupid. And I watched like five minutes and I was hooked okay. because this kid that was pitching for South Dakota was unbelievable. He's right. 11 years old and he he's just unhittable. He's throwing 72 miles an hour. At 11 years old. At 11 years old. You know now, what else is unbelievable, Greeno? That people play baseball in South Dakota. Nice, Gary. I had, I had no idea. I thought, uh, I thought they just branded cattle and shit in <laughs> South Dakota. <laughs> This kid, Gavin Weir, threw his fourth no-hitter of the summer in that game. Yeah, right. Um, he alla- he's allowed one hit in his last eight games. So he's asking and- for the 11-year-old, like, do we have footage of the 11-year-old? Yeah, uh, I sent do it we? to BE in the DMs yesterday. I don't have it. I okay, send it to, send it to me, BE, and we'll play it because BE's asking for it in the chat. Yeah, no, BE, I, I want to see it now. It's it's in our chat yesterday, BE. I said this is the kid I was talking about. Um I'll come back to some, I'll do some more Statmans and right. hopefully be able to send it back. I'm through. a Statman! But that kid, he th- he's thrown, yeah, the fourth no hitter already uh, <laughs> this summer. He, he's, he's thrown. He, here's his stats. He's faced 132 batters. He struck out 114 of them. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's in the entire tournament. 11 the, years old. 11 years old. He's unbelievable. Now, the, the thing is, these kids, obviously, they've got uh, innings limits. Mm. So they've just made the Little League World Series. This kid is not allowed to pitch. Oh, you're joking. That's because, ridiculous. Because he hit his innings limit in this, this qualifying final. So what? he's done. Yeah. 
Oh, that's, that's insane. That's as, if, him, as if an 11-year-old, as if, if as if kids need innings limits. That's so ridiculous. Well, kids, no, the, the problem is this kid would have thrown like 50 innings if they'd been allowed to let him throw. Yes, and, and he probably can. He probably can because kids are indestructible, Greeno. <laughs> Maybe. He could be Maybe. he'd be fine. He's not he's not gonna hurt himself or anything. And if if the kid wants to do it and if the parents are overbearing enough to force him to do it, then he should be allowed to do it, Greeno. <laughs> no, I don't care if your arm's sore. You get out there, Jimmy. Your whole you family's depending on this. They're watching you on TV. Don't let us down, or you'll fuck or I'm giving your sister your bedroom if you let us down out there tonight. <laughs> Can I have um, my can I have my puppy back, Dad? Only if nah. you win. You're done. Okay, You're done. all right. We got the kid here. Let's have a look. All right, excellent. All right, this looks good. Da, 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 da. Go. He's not throwing straight ones up there. Those have late life. Oh fuck! <laughs> He's got some pace on him, doesn't well, he? Well, watch his pace, but then he throws a slider in a minute. That's a ball that moves sideways. Yep. And watch the movement on this fucking thing from an 11-year-old. It's okay. unbelievable. He's not throwing straight ones up there. Those have late light. He's got a nice fluid pitch too, doesn't he? Like it all yeah. looks very natural and professional. Has he, he looks like he's been well coached too. So. Straight ones uh, up there. Or is a little he... bit. He, uh, well, he, he has a, an action that they've likened to a player pitcher called Chris Sale, okay. who they were worried Chris Sale would break himself in half because this action's very violent and he was right. a real skinny kid. So okay. it's it looks really? good, but it's also a very uh, injury-prone action. Okay, like a high-energy, like tight snap mm. kind of action. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Okay. Not throwing straight ones up there. Those have late life. For new hitters. The way it slaps into the glove too. Yeah. Like, you're an 11 year old. Like, I'm, I'm a 38 year old, and I couldn't hit you. You couldn't shit. hit him. Yeah. God, he's just tearing him apart, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Well, no one can hit the guy. He, he got through four innings the other day, and no one could even foul him off. Jesus. The batters are getting really pissed too now. Like, they don't even get a chance. Oh, and got him. <laughs> There's the no hitter. He is. <laughs> Nice, Gary. How about the commentators? He when they can't even play the battle of the ball, that is human dominance. Uh, so well done to Gavin Weir. Shame he's not going to be able to pitch in the, uh, nice, Gary. <laughs> the final. Shame he misses. Yeah, shame he misses the biggest game of the season because some twat somewhere said, "No, nope, sorry, you got to keep you safe." That's can't, it. Can't let you pitch in the biggest game of your life. <laughs> do those ones. Even uh, though he's fine, he probably feels 100%. Let me, let yeah. me out there, He's going to pitch for another year, but no, it's fine. Yeah. Innings limits hit. Now, uh, final stat, man, before we go, sir. I'm a stat man. Uh, the Baltimore Orioles this week became my team uh, because they were on a historic losing streak. They'd lost 19 straight games. Mm. <laughs> And that is the longest uh, in a in a row since 1906. Nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. Now uh, that were also that was the Boston Americans with 20 straight and the Boston Bean Eaters with 19 straight. <laughs> now the Orioles end up getting to 19, so they tied the Bean Eaters. The Bean Eaters is the greatest sports name I've ever heard. <laughs> Pretty good. The Boston bean, bean eaters. The Boston, the Boston bean eaters. <laughs> yeah, I that would be racist you. now, wouldn't it? 
No. Imagine if, imagine if you're coming from Mexico or Cuba. It's like, who are you going to play for, Miguel? Uh, I'm playing for the Bean Eaters. <laughs> like, mm. Oh, my God. The Bean Eaters. Very good. Yeah. Can um, we cancel? Can we historically cancel the Bean Eaters, Greener? Oh, definitely. All right, yeah, we're canceling them, them this now. week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, yesterday, so they're on a 19-game losing streak. They had a chance to tie the Boston Americans with 20 straight losses, and they were facing the Angels and Shohei Otani pitching. Uh, so we're like, well, fucking, let's just rack up. It's going to happen, yeah. Pay, pay, but, out, pay out the punters now. There's no point. Exactly. Yeah. We're done. Now, the thing is, though, the Angels' bullpen is terrible. Okay. So no I'm depth. like, look, if, if they can see out Otani and be reasonably close – Anything could happen. They what's could, what's get... Shohei's? This is something I've never asked you. What's Shohei's like uh, stamina like? What does he normally give you? Like five, six innings, or what? Is it about five or six? Yeah, generally right. about that. Uh, depending but then on he stays he, on batting, doesn't he, for the rest of the game? Some some games he does. Some days he, games he doesn't. Depends okay. on how how he's going. Right. Uh, so they try and manage his workload. Mm-hmm. So Shohei got through five, five, five or six. I think he got through six, right. and they were up six to two. The Angels. So you're like, four-run lead should be enough. He's done everything he can to put them in. He's done everything position. he can do. Yeah. 100%. Now, Baltimore, who's on a 19-game losing streak, came back and scored like seven runs the, the inning after the show they left and won the game, broke the streak, and then oh. won today 13-1 to against the Angels as nice, well. Nice, Gary. Those are the kinds of results where a punter, like on a multi-legger, Greeno, that's, those are the kinds of ones that always happen when you when it's like the last game that you need. Those are the ones that tear your fucking heart out, Greeno. Oh, yeah, the one you're like, oh, the surely you're not going to lose when the show Surely, like, it's always the one that you think is the lock, which is the one that ends up losing, and Spot all on. of your obscure legs in your, um, in your punt, <laughs> they're the ones that come up, so. Exactly. Um, but I've never cheered as much in my life as I did to Baltimore yesterday when they won. I was just like, why am I so excited about them nice, finally winning game? Breaking the happy. streak. Getting out of there. Happy for the Baltimore fans. Now, Damo, uh, quick reflection before we wrap up. Mm. Uh, no coincidence. Yeah. You got your 5G vaccination yesterday. Yes. Not one dropout tonight. Not one dropout. That's very nice, true. Nice, Gary. So I think your theory, your scientific theory that I have now become like a 5G superconductor in my area, yeah. Yeah. I think that's obviously true now. 100%. Even though I'm using an Ethernet connection. It doesn't matter. It <laughs> doesn't matter. It's just juicing it up in the atmosphere anyway. Exactly. We've had no dropouts. So when my wife got the vax, yes. she got her first one, we had no dropouts for two weeks. Uh, she got her second vax, we had a dropout. So the second vax counted the first 5G. Now you've got your first vax, yes. so now you're putting that into the block system. Yeah. So we're back on track with the 5G. I reckon it's safer for the show's uh, durability and lack of dropouts yeah. if you don't get your second one. That's good. <laughs> nice, Gary. Uh, so, Mr. Bumpy, you're due to have your second vaccination shot. Yep, no, sorry, can't do it. Why not? Because I'm a yep. professional fucking podcaster. That's why. <laughs> We need to make sure we don't have any dropouts. Imagine the way they'll look at They'll probably shoot a dart into my neck at that point <laughs> and drag me into a tent around back. So, no, he's going to be one of the problematic ones. These are the ones, that, he's one of the ones we need to strap down to the gurney <laughs> and exactly. administer it that way via a drip. <laughs> Plugs, Damo. Plugs. Follow Greener at the starting block. One more drop the K at the end. Follow myself at Boogie Bumper. I see Victor Von Schroom in the chat. Follow Victor Von Schroom, ladies and gentlemen, the Victor Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, BE, the Earth Reporter. We'll be back with uh, another episode of the block next week. I'll be back with the Daily Boogie next week as well, earlier in the week. And that's about it. So let's get the fuck out of here. Huh? All right. See you guys next week. Bye-bye.
We'll always be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. We'll always be bosom buddies. If life should reject you, there's me to protect you. If I say that your tongue is vicious, if I call you uncouth, it's simply that who else but a bosom buddy will sit down and tell you that. 